This message comes from NPR sponsor LiveRight, publishers of Left for Dead. Shipwreck, treachery, and survival at the edge of the world by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. Today on the State of Ukraine. Will Ukraine lose an ally in a consequential election in Slovakia? I'm Greg Dixon. Slovakia, which borders Ukraine, is holding an election on September 30th. The country of 5 million has been one of Ukraine's biggest supporters. But that could change, because the frontrunner for prime minister is a populist that is friendly with Russia. Here's NPR's Rob Schmitz from Bratislava. On a map, Slovakia straddles the border between Western Europe and a region influenced and more recently invaded by Russia. And on the eve of a national election, says political scientist Eric Lastich, Slovakia lies in the same political territory, sandwiched between illiberal, some say dying, democracies like Poland to its north and Viktor Orban's Hungary to the south. Then there's democratic Austria and the Czech Republic to its west. And to Slovakia's east, Ukraine, with Russia trying to close in. So this debate about where Slovakia belongs, whether it's Western Europe or we have to be good friends with Russia. That last option is the one preferred by the front-running party Smer, or Direction, in Slovak. Its candidate for prime minister, Robert Fico, is well-known to voters here. He's been prime minister twice before, and he and his left-wing party have campaigned on a pro-Russian, anti-American platform. The only winner of war in Ukraine, said Fico in a campaign ad, are American weapons manufacturers who are controlling President Biden. Fico, labeled a populist by political analysts, repeats the Russian narrative about the war, calling Ukrainians Nazis and insisting the West starts wars and the East offers peace. You have conspiracy theories about foreign agents funded by CIA, funded by United States. Katarina Klinkova of the Globsec Center for Democracy and Resilience says many Slovaks feel an affinity for Russia that goes back more than a century. Slovaks are vulnerable to, let's say, pro-Russian sentiments, and there are several drivers of this Russian soft power. You know, you have generations since the 19th century who were taught about this pan-Slavic connections with the Russians. Klinkova's organization conducted a survey in Slovakia a few years ago that found 78% of Slovaks consider Russians to be, quote, Slavic brothers. And Moscow has exploited these feelings. A year ago, Slovak security forces filmed a diplomat from the Russian embassy handing over cash to a writer for a Slovak disinformation website. Russia's then-deputy military attaché is heard telling the writer, I told Moscow you are such a good boy with many friends in the Slovak mafia. He then asks the writer to find others willing to cooperate with the Kremlin. The website is now blocked in Slovakia and the diplomat deported. One party pushing back on Russian influence is Progressive Slovakia, which is running neck and neck with Fico's party and, if elected, promises to keep Slovakia's priorities in line with the EU and NATO. Party Vice Chair Tomáš Valašek says the health of Slovakia's democracy and its role in the EU is at stake in this election. He worries what will happen if Fico's party wins. My worry is that it will start to chip away on things we take for granted, which is freedom of media, NGO, non-governmental sector. They may redirect uh, all of the um, public procurement contracts towards a few select oligarchs close to power. 
This type of corruption has plagued FITSO in the past. Dozens of officials, politicians, and business people linked to FITSO's party have been convicted of corruption. And when a Slovak journalist began writing about alleged ties between the Italian mafia and FITSO's associates, he was gunned down along with his fiancée. The killings prompted protests that led to the collapse of Fizzo's government in 2018. Fizzo later faced criminal charges for creating an organized crime group, but a pro-Russian prosecutor general stepped in and threw out the indictment. When NPR reached out to Fizzo, a party spokesperson replied that nobody from his smear party speaks to foreign media. Political scientist Eric Lastich sees a parallel between how Fizzo frames the criminal charges against him in his campaign for prime minister with a political figure familiar to Americans. But he's using any criminal investigation against him or his allies as another example. Yes, they are going after him. So I'm fighting for you. They are trying to stop me. So this is similar to Trump. Critics of Fizzo say he's running for re-election, in part, to escape future criminal charges. In the old town of Bratislava, a musician plays while people hurry past along cobblestone streets. Nearly everyone I stop uses the same word to describe Fizzo. Fizzo is mafia. But at a farmer's market in the rundown outskirts of the city, a different opinion emerges. A young man who only gives his first name, Milan, says he likes Fico, but he will vote for the Republic Party, a far-right nationalist party. He calls Slovakia's progressives incompetent idiots and says nothing works in his country. He's not alone. Two-thirds of Slovaks leave their country after high school to live elsewhere in Europe. Those who remain will head to the polls and decide between two very different futures for their country. Rob Schmitz, NPR News, Bratislava. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. We'll see you again soon. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR.